The following presentation is controversial and may be offensive to some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay (laughs) woke. Stay woke. Let's go. I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. November 1st, 2023. Welcome back to your Good Time Culture Podcast. This beautiful little show is recorded in the sixth largest city in California, and it's known as Oxnard. I am OG Mutt Dog, and Hollywood is on the other mic. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theorists of record. And before I end, make sure that everyone in your house Those ears of yours, those speakers are turned up. Listen up. Everything, and I mean everything that we speak about on this show, is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood, let's go. All right, Nonsense Nation, you made it back for another week of this. Uh, We we welcome you into our loving embrace over here. Uh, All glory to God. We we are back hitting the record button, bringing you the, the nonsense and the uh, ridiculousness of the week. Uh, this is a spiritual war over here, so uh, AKA war, AKA the culture war. Uh, yeah, um, man. Hopefully, we didn't uh, turn people off the last couple episodes, but I have to admit they've been pretty, pretty rewarding for me to be able to discuss these things with someone. So I appreciate. Even though we may not agree, I appreciate Mud Dog's perspective and uh, uh, discussions. Yeah, dude, my mind's not set on the flesh because that's death. My mind is set on the spirit, which is nice. life and peace. You find that in the what? What book do you find that? In the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 6. So keep your mind on the spirit so you can have peace. Mm-hmm. What's that? Uh, and who is he the king of? The king of the Jews. We... Uh, Man, you're just rubbing it in my face, huh? Well, when he was crucified, so that's you, what uh, so Pilate put on the out, sign, the king of the Jews. You're just going to start out just rubbing it in, huh? Like I said, he's the king of the Jews. Huh. Interesting. What's next? Wow. Okay, so enjoy. Still rowdy as they come, still proud of where I'm from. Used to get it out the mud, now I'm covered by his blood. They telling me I've changed, they can see it in my walk. They can feel it in my presence, they can hear it when I talk. Still rowdy as they come, still proud of where I'm from. From the south side of heaven, so don't run up on me, son. I ain't got no time to waste your time. God told me it's go time, took me out of that limelight. Molded me instead of showtime, now I'm back at it with a new swag. But no do rag. Some of y'all might jump ship, but it's all good, man. I won't trip. I ain't new to this like ludicrous. Word of mouth said I'm through with this, but I'm back at it like I never left. 
haters mad, gon' hold your breath. Yeah, we started from the bottom, now we here. We ain't never fell off. I just wanna make it clear. Took a little break, had to kick it with the fam. On this journey, found a lure, reinvented who I I'm still rocking that camo with a full mag of that ammo. Still pull up in a big truck. Still big fish and kill big bucks. Still the same me. Ain't much change except now I'm putting God first. Now sweet tea in a mason jar. Had to quit on that apple pie. I'm gonna always keep it 100. No cap, man. I ain't got a lie, but you can check my resume. Better speak for itself. My whole life's a testimony. I just pray that it helps. Yeah, we started from the bottom. Now we here. We ain't never fell off. I just wanna make it clear. I'm thinking that I want to get that hat. Nice. Is that Florida? Is a Florida symbol with the, with the American flag, you know, in it? <laughs> Real cool. That uh, is Cypress Spring Rebel Reborn. Playing it on YouTube here, so yeah, you guys can yeah. check it out if you want. Dude, it sounded better in my ear than you were trying to show this to me earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, it was a definitely a crazy week of news. Uh and not even talking about the World War Three stuff. Oh, dude, I I told you I spend the week with Americans this whole weekend where people carry and conceal. It's legal. And, um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, elaborate. Oh, I went out to uh, Arizona, you know, where they haven't kneeled down to these communist bastards anywhere. So they just being around people who who are just honest Americans that love this country and uh, practice the Second Amendment to the fullest. Nice. Did you go hang out with Katie Hobbs, the governor? No, no. dude. I, unfortunately, <laughs> my, my, my family who are out there are very big fans of Katie Hobbs, and they don't like oh, Carrie Lake at all. Nuh-uh. It's funny, though. It's oh, funny, man. though. But you know what? The new, the new brother that's coming into the family, dude, he's down. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad that there's another. There's going to be a little balance finally in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's, that's a pretty fascinating state right now because uh, it's kind of developed into this it's a battleground state now for the Republicans. You know, this is uh, going to be a Arizona is going to be a big state to win again. Uh, so it should be pretty wild because it, it, it got weird the last two elections. I have to admit, but, I, but I'm going <laughs> to say this though, and I'm going to call out the people in Arizona, dude. I think a lot of them are all wusses out there. A lot of them are who at right now they're allowed to carry and conceal and they can't imagine that their state would overturn that. But you see the politicians in that state, Katie Hobbs and everybody that's been in her office. Dude, you know, just like the New Mexican governor over there, they're going to be chiseling away to our Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. That's just what you can tell. And I'm hoping that the 
Arizonians will wake up and go, no, we don't want any of this. Yeah, there there was some good news in California. It sounds like they're going to bring back the gun shows. There's a a, a bunch of actual gun-related laws that are, might be repealed I, here, so I, it's kind of nice. I thought you were going to start off the show with shooting off your AR because, buddy, they're bringing back ARs to California. Yeah, the the whole issue is the stupid mag limit here. That's I thought that got flipped, too. I thought we can have larger mags now. You know, there's been a judge that has struck down both those, the mags and the, the mag limit and the assault weapons crap, but... I guess they basically put a stay on what that court, that judge said, which oh. is ridiculous. So the judge says something makes a, they were even talking about on one of the shows, the judge, it was a 30 page like report to show the state you're wrong. These are all the reasons you're wrong. He laid it all out. And he didn't want to hear it. Or and, what? and they just literally like threw it out. Well, they didn't even what, <laughs> read it, you know? So what's getting, what's getting, what's getting me nervous oh, well. is the Supreme court. The, the, the federal Supreme Court with these liberal judges you have in there and they are talking and they're trying to chisel away the Second Amendment. My question comes up, if they rule on it, what other court do we go to? Yeah. I mean, it's eventually you would think it would get passed up, but yeah, I don't know how that works, to tell you the truth. You know, I think... Uh, it seems like the state usually brings stuff to the Supreme Court like that, but if the state's fighting it, <laughs> you know, again, we saw the, the last judge says. we saw the last Supreme Court short nominee that got this that black lady who couldn't define a woman. She's there. Mm. Well, we could uh, let's let's get this main shooter thing out of the way here, and then we'll we'll move. And on. remember, I don't dislike black people. I have black friends. No, for a fact, his report sucks. Mm-hmm. Very poorly done. But Shout out to the No Agenda here. Dude, those are the our senseis. So this main shooter is, uh, you know, once again, this is, you know, probably a distraction of some sort or, uh, you know, a psyop of some sort is what it kind of seems like to me. Okay. But uh, there's been a lot of information that's came out. I mean, it's it's been um, back it- and forth now because... There were, because he allegedly committed suicide, right? Well. Is that what you heard? No, no, I don't. But what I'm I'm saying, I'm going to agree with you on the PSYOP because every news agency jumped on it and started talking about gun control. And, and the bodies didn't even get cold. The The people who mm-hmm. suffered the dead didn't even bury their dead yet. Yep. And there was those stinking asshole uh, reporters. Hey, what do you think about gun rights? You played that video of that... Uh, that citizen says, I wish I had a gun. Yeah. It's even worse too. this, uh, Langley outdoors Academy on YouTube kind of breaks down. It's, it's not even, it's like you said, it's bad that the liberals are pushing this right after some sort of atrocity like that. But then you have all this pre information that they knew this guy, they had visited his house. Dude. It's another one that we were talking about in Florida. Sorry. Check it out. Oh, is we have to call it out for what it is. The left and the gun controllers are very quick to blame anything and everything on firearms. That's just what they do because it fits their narrative. Enough? Yeah. Okay. This cannot be allowed to continue because people are actually dying, and that's unacceptable. 
Let me show you this. And if you think what I'm about to do is spicy, you guys should check out Second Legacy with me and Tim this morning. It's linked right down there. This episode, we went even deeper than I'm about to go. But check this out. Simplify your coffee. Ah! And I already watched an ad just like two hours ago. Oh, dude, this is whatever. What do you expect? This is from ABC breaking last night. Army said main shooter should not have gun and requested a welfare check. The U.S. Army determined the human piece of filth, the suspect, should not have a weapon. There's the timestamp right there, October 30th, 9-11 p.m. last night. So you've got the Army that's actively saying you're not allowed to touch anything because of the threats you've made, the behavior you've exhibited, and then they reached out to local authorities. Nothing was done. You still think it's the gun's fault? Let's continue, because again, this is an important thing to understand that a theme is developing. Before last week's terrible situation in Maine, the U.S. Army says this piece of crap's commander was told he should not have access to an Army-issued weapon and that it asked local sheriff's office to perform a welfare check. The military knew. They banned them from or banned this person from using firearms on their base. That's crazy. They reached out to civilians. They knew. They performed welfare checks. Still nothing. Now, here's where I want to address something the left is really diving into. Well, we should have had red flag laws. They had yellow flag laws. They had commitment laws. And last time I checked, I'm pretty sure it's against the law to threaten people with bodily harm using a threat of a firearm or any type of weapon, specifically homicidal threats. None of this was taken heed of. Nothing was done, yet they want to take your gun rights. This is, this is so gross because of the entire thing. But let's continue because I don't want to get too emotional on this. Check this out. In a statement to ABC News on Monday, so this is yesterday, Lieutenant Colonel Ruth Castro, a U.S. Army spokesperson, said that following his mental health hospitalization mm. and evaluation in mid-July, July. this person's commander was told he should, quote, not have a weapon, handle ammunition, and not participate in live fire activity. What was done? Nothing. Yep. People are now without. This is the part where it gets. This is the part where it gets really hard for me to to maintain composure. Families now don't. We don't need to know that part. Pause this real quick. We know this part, but this is just again Obama's administration policies failing. That have not been removed from the book. The proof is the Florida shooting, the school shooting where the local police officers, sheriff's department, were discouraged to report the mental illness and the problem with that one shooter. And it's going again, it's proof. You have the U.S. military reporting to local officials that this has to be handled. But that city of Maine is going to get less money from the federal government if their crime rate goes up. So they have initiative to not report things. And this is proof because, again, you have a U.S. military psychological examination saying this guy should never own a gun. And they report it to the local officials. And who didn't listen to it? The local officials. Yeah, my, you know, my brain goes to way wacky ideas of, oh, this guy gets flagged for a psychotic type of break and he's military. He's like a perfect candidate for what they want to do. That's they, what we're this, saying. About yeah. That's, that's kind of where I see this is like, that's the reason there was nothing ever done is no. because they wanted to use this guy for some political okay. gain, I guess. Now, I don't know. That's a speculation, but okay, I'm now saying. times it a thousand. 
We have a thousand of these people that they know. And exactly like Antifa, where we have these crazy government that's using them as their muscle. And so what are they using these people with the mental illness? Exactly, exactly what you're saying. Because right after the shooting, what did the reporters go do? Dude, gun rights. Mm-hmm. Oh, gun restrictions. Oh, but yet Whitman can have a fake, uh, uh, the, the, the Michigan governor can have a fake kidnapping and no charges. <laughs> yeah. Everything was dropped. No charges. Yep. FBI agents weren't called up. She wasn't called up. I, I, well, they, they tried to get those three guys. There's three dudes that in that Michigan kidnapping case that were actual real people and not some sort of agent or informant. And they tried to get those guys, but what ended up happening is they, they couldn't get around the fact that they were entrapped. Like the courts, it was obvious that they were entrapped by these, uh, you know, they weren't all FBI agents. A lot of them were like informants or whatever you want to call them. But uh, I kind of talked about, there's a great podcast. I, I should have uh, should have played it, some of it. But it was basically, oh, I talked about it, where they basically got in the van to go to the rifle range to practice with these uh, undercover or informants. And then on the way to the range, they these three dudes were informed that, oh, yeah, we're going to just drive by Gretchen Whitmer's cabin, too, just to, you know, check it out. <laughs> yeah. And the three yeah. guys are like, what? We're, I thought we were going shooting, you know, like, oh, no, we're, we're going to just. And, and so they and then they used that in the case to say that they were staking her place out. They drove those three dudes there. So <laughs> it's so, crazy. So now anyway. it doesn't make it, it doesn't seem so far fetched when we think that this person in Maine was used in the same way. And every other shooter that, we, that we've had during the Obama administration um, was doing the same thing. They were all using it for, as a catalyst to, to what? Gun control, gun restriction, gun control. It's, yeah. They're not going to be happy to, with us until they, they, keep, they have us like Australia and New Zealand and now Canada, I guess, and Europe. Uh, so this came out pretty much right at the same time. Uh, police report reveals, this is actually the new article on it, but reveals what the voices. So basically this shooter Dude, was they're hearing. they're going to release this stuff? The shooter was hearing voices in his head. Dude, and, no agenda was talking about this. Yep, and uh, I got the article here. The 40-year-old gunman's family were among the first to alert authorities about his erratic behavior after he started verbally lashing out at them and once opened the door to them brandishing a gun. Uh, Card, who, according to his relatives, had been drinking heavily in the lead-up to last week's mass shooting. It, it was uh, he, he was a, a, a legit, uh, what do you call it, a PSD, right? Mm, they weren't treating him for that, right? I don't think so. Uh, had become so paranoid that people were calling him, a pe- calling him a pedophile that he talked about wanting to hire a lawyer. So he's hearing basically voices in his head calling him but He was a U.S. Army reservist. He was, yes. Uh, the fascinating thing to all this, it doesn't really say it in this article, but two months ago he was fitted for hearing aids. Oh. And... Uh, Dude, you know who's... It's go- very bizarre. I mean, you just all speculation he could, wait, wait, here, wait, wait, but... Wait, wait, let me see. Move that real quick. You're, he could hear voices in his head calling him a pedophile. Mm-hmm. There's a part here where he... Uh, wow. I think the... 
that's I already read that part. But um, I don't know. It's pretty bizarre. You know what, you know, man? Our CIA and FBI are so low down that they're willing to go arrest parents at, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, school board meetings. I would not pass by them that they would be doing this poor, these kind of things to this poor guy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. There, there's nothing beneath the FBI or CIA that they wouldn't do. So he was on the loose for a couple days, and then they found him with... Uh, they found him in a dumpster or in the back of a container. It's really hard to tell because they've given multiple reports on it. But uh, apparently killed himself with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Uh, There's lots of reports that first day when he when they found found him dead that he had multiple wounds. Uh, they didn't really say multiple gunshot wounds, but uh, this is the thing that I thought was pretty fascinating. Um, <laughs> This is a college professor from, I want to say, the 90s. So it's pretty old video. Uh, this experiment at college, Dude. he played an Eagle song through a inaudible uh, wave system. So it's basically, you can't hear it, but it's transmitting the music through sound waves that are like, a, I guess, like a... Uh, low lower frequency so you can't hear it and i'm sorry guys you're not gonna be able to watch the video here because it's part of this <laughs> this this is fascinating because of the video but watch this we can't hear this it's it's going to, i haven't turned it on yet when i do it's going to blast out a 65 kilohertz beam because the wavelength is so small it doesn't spread because 65 kilohertz has a wavelength like that so it's going to be, in that sense, similar to a laser. It just comes right out as a beam. Now, how do we make that audible? Well, they put a modulation on top of the 65 kilohertz. There's a modulation. And now, here's the next thing I have to tell you. That 65 kilohertz is very high amplitude. It won't hurt you, we don't think. Okay? <laughs> you certainly can't hear it, and we don't think it'll hurt you. And um, it's very high amplitude. And what happens when you have two sound waves like this, Sound plus sound can create sound, but only at high amplitudes. At low amplitudes, sound waves just travel right through each other. You may be sort of familiar with this, but at high amplitudes, you can create sound. So what happens in this apparatus is the audio sound, the sound that you're going to hear, is actually created in the beam, not here. So it's like a round, what, maybe two-foot round circle. Uh, It just looks kind of like a little dish. And because it's created in the beam and it stays in the beam, we have a beam of sound. So let me demonstrate this for you. Let me turn it on. So insane. And I'm going to find the piece of music that we like. Yeah. You may not like it. The Eagles. <laughs> you like the Eagles? Okay, good. Oh, we, have a, we have a friendly audience this year. Yeah. I think they're just saying it to make us feel better. Right. All right. So he's turning it on. He's aiming it at the students, and they're all like in unison, kind of tripping out. Real quick, dollars. Pause it. Uh-huh. Uh, you can find this video on X. The channel's called Truth Now. There you go. Um, at X S X D O C. Um, if you want to watch this video, 
so crazy. It's not, it's not our money. Now, the sound that you're hearing is being created in this beam. It almost sounds like it's coming from your head. So let me hit, let me try to scan the whole audience just so everybody gets to hear this. Absolutely remarkable. Are you getting it? So he's and, aiming it really high up okay, into the okay. auditorium, too. Now, imagine a person who's going through transgenderism and they convince him and he's not, and that person is not stabled mind. Matt, you, you saw one of the kids. He right away grabbed his ears, put his head down. He couldn't deal with it. Yeah. And right now we have a lot of little, a lot of kids who can't deal with anything uh-huh. anymore. This is interesting. You want, makes you wonder. Dude, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's curious because our society is creating such weak minded people. I mean, I'm going to include uh-huh. myself that that you can see what yeah. they're doing to us. Mm-hmm. That this type of manipulation make it, it's it's the whole Nicholas Tesla theory of how you can transmit uh, electricity through the air. You know, mm-hmm. now the, it makes sense. Sound waves to be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you about ten years ago. I had a good friend who is a a uh, U uh, S uh, Army um, parachuter. And he would talk about, and he'd been in the army like 20 years. And he goes, when you dive, you can hear the sound wave. There's so much noise that when you're up in the air diving, it affects your, your, your free fall. Because remember, noise is also uh, waves of air. And so it could, re- and he goes, it, it gets so bad, the, the noise pollution up there in the atmosphere, and it gets horrendous. Imagine wow. you're, you're jumping out of the airplane. It isn't like you're enclosed in an airplane. You're out in the free world. And he said you can feel the hmm. noise pollution in the air. So check this out. He ends up he ends up bouncing it off the walls too. Let's try to bounce one more thing. Let's try to bounce it off the wall. Raise your hand if you can very clearly hear it. I'm going to try to bounce it off the wall. Look at where the hands are raised. It's, yeah. I believe it, bro. So bizarre. I believe it. I, I, the, 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 the we've heard about um, them having sound wave type of weapons and everything mm-hmm. like that. We've heard mm-hmm. about this. There's a, there's a crowd dispersal uh, system that they use that you know it's got alarms and blares and sirens and all this crap to it, but allegedly it has a frequency that basically makes you flee. You you have to run in terror. It's just a... You, well, can't, I, you can't even stop yourself. You literally turn I, and run. I thought that was classical music because that's what they're doing <laughs> at like, a lot of the Home Depot so to get rid of people. Or, they they jam. Do they leave quick? Or our shows. I don't know. Well, well Good Time Culture Podcast, the best <laughs> podcast out of the Mighty Mighty OX. Uh, We're the number one podcast. But, uh, you know, you, it makes you wonder, you know, these... Uh, we've talked about it a hundred times, the... Every one of these shooters, you guys, I mean, I know most people probably aren't paying attention to it as much as we do, but most of these shooters are on some sort of psychotic medication. They're they're struggling with mental issues, and they're seeing a professional. They're doing all these, you know. What, what was the theory before just, Hollywood when um, in the, in the, during the Obama administration that every time there was a training camp somewhere or a police training they would have a shooting in around that same town about the same time. Oh yeah, like a uh, yeah, dr- the drill, yeah. And and there was the, the live no agenda, dr- the drill was, that was, was live. <laughs> pinpointing it exactly when these trainings 
exercises were happening and where the shooting dude it was ironically oh, that was the, scary that was the six-week cycle yes the fbi's six-week cycle during obama days yes yes yeah and it's and the whole theory there's a book on it called terror factory and the whole theory is it's it's budget you know they they want to show the people that they're doing something with this money and then they can get more budget next time. Oh, because we we stopped all these uh if you, these shooters if, or whatever. And if anybody out there has worked for office, you guys know nobody wants to get their budget cut. They want to they try to spend every single penny so they go, Oh, hey, uh, you might need more money. This is pretty bizarre here. Here's a this is this is kind of on a little added context to what we're kind of talking about here. This is the gateway pundit. Um Man armed with guns, ammo, and explosives. Oh, yes. Found dead at Colorado Amusement Park in the bathroom. He wrote, I am not a killer on the wall. Did the he bathroom. kill himself or what happened? He did kill himself. What, uh, you think he just didn't want to carry, carry on the mission? I think he was hearing voices too. And I think even if you, you have to be really crazy, like really medded up, a lot of meds in you. And those those voice to school technology type theory, I think it would work a lot better. Well, know? like that, who is he talking to when he wrote that? The voices in his head telling mm-hmm. them that? Mm-hmm. Tell them I'm not a killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, written on the bathroom wall of the Rocky Mountain Park were the messages, I am not a killer and I just want to get, to, get into the caves. Uh, this amusement park has... Uh, has uh, roller coasters and all that stuff, and then they actually have uh, a bunch of cave tours. So there's caves in this place, so it's super bizarre, you guys. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's speculation what's going on here, but makes you wonder. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that, the, I don't know. What I don't understand is... It, I don't know, we've heard in the past about the psych, the psycho wards and everything and what they were doing to them in the experiment there. There was a lot of movies we used to watch that they were, they were mind screwing them with medication and then trying to use them as killers and weapons. You know, I, I, I don't believe that's far fetched at all. And this, this little, uh, this little tidbit right here. Wait, I wait, think... wait, can, can I stop real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, that guy on Maine, if he had all those warnings, where did he get the gun? Yeah, how? Right. Because he allegedly I mean, uh, he allegedly just bought the weapon that he used how, was just how? purchased. You had the military that put on his record mm-hmm. that you're not. If they did a background check like they were supposed to, that flag would. And then obviously his family knew about it, so they put all the way their guns. They didn't have him exposed, so he didn't use. Normally, you will hear, "Oh, this guy got his father's gun or his yep. uncle's gun." This guy was allowed even with, dude. I think that right there is a, a smoking. That's right there. That's a smoking barrel right there going, well, you guys either, there's two things that happen. You either fail to, to like have it be signaled, which sounds impossible because we just watched that other video. Or two, they knew him and allowed him to, to take those firearms kind of in that same thing that we're talking about that, you know, maybe they're egging these uh, mentally challenged kind of people on to do these these heinous acts i don't know or uh, yeah yeah it's it's a it's wild speculation obviously but uh this this part right here to me confirms a little bit more uh this is the colorado colorado passed a law earlier this year raising the minimum age to buy a gun to 21 the weapons found on the man appeared to be so-called ghost guns 
which are made from kits and do not have serial numbers. So this fits, this ghost gun thing fits perfectly in with what, you know, what they're wanting to do. They want to get rid of, you know, that's a big, that right there, that word ghost guns is all over the government right now. Well, that's a big deal. For that's going to, that's going to, that, that's why we're going to bring back ARs because now ghost guns is going to be the next scary word. Yep. Uh, pretty wild. Huh? Well, Let's see. I got some COVID news. We can go over there. All right. Let's see. I got this part. This is not good news. It is the return of mask, and we aren't talking about Halloween mask. Healthcare facilities in the Bay Area are bringing back mask mandates in an effort to prevent another late fall viral surge. Thanks for being here for Midday Live. I'm Julian Glover. And I'm Jobina Fordson. Those mask mandates are now in effect in five Bay Area counties. ABC 7 News reporter Lena Houtland is with us and has those details. Lena. That guy's hair is distracting. Well, if you walk into any doctor... We don't even need to listen to the whole thing. I just wanted to point I, I, that one I've out. I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that just recently because I had to go take some tests. You should see the doctors, dude. They are towing the company line. You can see they're not men of science because they don't believe the science. When you see them all wrapped up like that, and I don't believe it's true because I had to go take a test, which was like a drug test for a job, and they put me in a room that was full of like 30 sick kids. And I'm like, how does this make sense? I'm just here for a drug test. I have... Why are you exposing me to this? <laughs> uh, this one's kind of interesting. It's all the stuff we've known and we've said for years. So it's it's probably more of this um, confirmation biasing from me. So I, I will give it that. But. And, and, and <laughs> over our argument about freedom of speech, I think drug tests should be banned. Okay? All right. Ooh. I heard about that, though. That is all in uh, workers' comp is the one that tells the companies we, we want you to do this because the workman comp like basically won't pay out if you don't drug screen so my, your, uh, your I, employees, which is BS. Don't get me wrong. I, but a lot of times, allegedly it's not even the employer. No, no, no. But, I, I, I've heard that. And I, 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 don't know I, I know true. this is taking this off real quick, but my question is, what, isn't it, if we live in a state that allows it, isn't that pretty much entrapment? Because you're going, wait a minute. I live in a state that allows it. Mm, for the weeds. Yeah, I'm just going, wait a minute, wait a minute, so this is wrong, but how can it be that the state allows it? I know. That doesn't make any, that's why. Dude, there's people in prison. It just doesn't make sense. Just like people in prison for that. <laughs> it's just, well, remember, our vice president, dude, that's how she got her notches in her, on her belt. Uh, this is ABC News article, guys. First ABC News article I'm ever going to have on my show, probably the last one too. Getting flu and COVID shot together still reasonable amid safety review of potential stroke risks. What is it? You know why they're doing this? I'm going to say why. They're saying that right now the new COVID uh, vaccination, less than 3% of the population has taken it. Yeah, I heard 7 but still so really now, low. So yeah. now, I mean, everywhere you go, you see this ridiculousness of people wearing the mask, and it's all these medical people who are pushing it. And you see all these older people, they're all scared. Well, you know, they're all scared because they know they're close to death. But they're all scared. But they yet they didn't stop and going into a, a waiting room with freaking 30 little kids all sick. Uh, the article says older adults who received last year's COVID booster and a high dose version of the flu vaccine in the same visit may have a potential increase risk of stroke. 
according to the new FDA-funded study. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute go, what did the article say at first? That oh. you can mix both drugs? Yeah, it's still okay. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Cutting flu and COVID shot. It's still reasonable. It's okay, but then read that. Then read, it's funny. That's the headline, uh-huh. and this is the first paragraph. Right. Older adults who received last year's COVID yeah. are dead. You're like, wait a minute. Uh, they opened up the article <laughs> with you can die yeah. if you mix it, but the headline says, hey, it's okay. Listen to what they're doing, this dude. This is how this is the headlines. People I only. I think that's how they get away with misinformation. They go, no, no, that was just a headline. The real article is telling you how they died. Right. But we already know people only read the headline. Most exactly. <laughs> that's my point. Uh, someone else brought it up the other day, and it was like a pretty good thing. I was like, yeah, that's kind of what? That there is no dosage. You could be a 400-pound dude, and you get the same shot as a 100-pound woman. Yes. Like, what is, how is FDA? Come on. Where are you here? That's why right now, dude, I get calls. My doctor, hey, you haven't seen us in a while. Yeah, and you're not going to see me. And I'm Uh, telling you right now, my wife is diabetic, and I think she's doing way better that I took, that she doesn't go see the doctor anymore. Uh, we have brought, uh, Dr. Drew to the show before, and we love this guy. It's one of the few doctors that is in the mainstream media still that didn't get canceled that are willing to speak up. And please, uh, he has a show called ask Dr. Drew on uh, rumble guys, do yourself a favor, but it's going to piss you off, but he is great on that show. He's one of us, but he just happens to be a doctor. 37 minutes in. Let's go here now. Dr. Drew Pinsky. Here now. He's an addiction <laughs> medication specialist. Does anything stand out specifically with you and Perry? No, Jesse. In fact, uh, it's the fact that it is so ordinary story of addiction, particular oral, oral opiate, something we used to see in the 90s and 2000s every day. That it cuts across everyone and all types. Here you have somebody brilliant and talented and successful. Doesn't matter. This illness affects all types. And his story, 50 Vicodin a day, that is my average in my oral opiate Dang. patients. And in fact, most opiate addicts, if they don't really get their disease under control, don't live to see 60. What is it about the opioids that it's just totally taken over this nation? Wait for it, guys. Well, this fentanyl is really the problem right now, right, is that mo- most people can't afford to stay with the oral opioids. Well, first of all, the problem was my profession. We were over-prescribing opiates. The, dr- the drug manufacturers obviously blew-, blew wind into the sales of that trend. We made massive mistakes and created drug addiction hand over fist. We're still dealing with that. A lot of those people went on to heroin, and now they've gone on to fentanyl. And fentanyl is just killing people at... Over 100,000 people a year dying. I mean, I've never heard a medical professional with respect admit that their industry screwed up so badly and cost so many lives. Is that the understanding of other doctors or are you just the brave one? I was the brave one saying it in the 90s and 2000s, but now there's absolute ubiquity in the opinion that that was a terrible misadventure. It's whenever physicians come up with a standard of care and they're evangelizing physicians. Be very careful when physicians think they're saving the world from something like COVID mm-hmm. or pain, whatever it might be. You need consensus. You need you need a very careful risk reward always in your head before you prescribe anything to a patient. My fear in Matthew Perry's case is that there's going to be somebody prescribing. One of the biggest risks of being a celebrity is 
getting involved with a physician who gets sort of excited about taking care of a special person and really doesn't understand what can happen with the disease of addiction. If somebody gave him a benzodiazepine, that person is culpable. Yeah, there's a famous saying, the quickest way to assure death is having a personal physician. I think that's probably Hold on. Well, hey, if Holly, you're a celebrity. Look, remember you're uh, a celebrity. what the Biden administration did when he first came into office? Do you remember? Canceled the pipeline? No. They canceled <laughs> the the they retracted the the billions of dollar fine to Johnson and Johnson because of this these opioids. Remember during the Trump yeah. and other they got charged and they got fined so much money but they were they were appealing in court over and over until they got an administration that favored them. Mm. And he Look it up if I'm not fibbing. He took away that fine. So Johnson & Johnson got away with murdering I don't know how many people. And they got, they were found guilty and their fine was taken away. Dude, I won't even buy their bandages anymore. I really won't. I won't even buy their baby shampoo no more. Because of how many people I know they murdered because of these oipoids. Yeah, I think there was uh, something to do with the baby powder too, right? Oh, psh. I remember remember hearing about the that famous stuff. Johnson and Johnson baby powder. Everyone used it. So, <clears throat> I'll go on to speculate here. He was found dead in a hot tub. Uh, potential. Dr- they did not give a cause of death when they released all this information. They said it's still. Uh, in review or something like that. He obviously drowned in the in the uh, jacuzzi. They also said that he had no drugs in his system when he was when he drowned. That could just be a PR thing. Also, but also let's let's add the, yes. the obvious to it. Yep, I'm he was to that. highly vaccinated. Yes, he he bought into it. Well, I <laughs> yeah, I mean you could say that. Yeah, he he. He got tricked, maybe, but he he bought into it. Now, yeah. if if as I think, I, we heard right now, Doctor uh, Drew say that he already obviously had a damaged heart, yeah, because of the opioids of uh, addiction he had. Now you threw that on top of it. There you go. And yes, it was in a hot tub, and they found him there. No one around him. Yeah, I, it's you know, it's a bummer for All right. for them, but. Uh, well, at least we don't have to worry about them talking about a renewal, a re, uh, reunion show anymore. Mm. That got kind of old. This is a Pfizer CEO here. From a, this is an old clip of him. That guy needs to All be. All vaccine makers have faced the same challenge, and that is of of misinformation. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but I but I I believe I've heard you talk about those who would deliberately peddle in misinformation as criminals. Is is that something? that you stand by, that you believe in? Yes, I, I do, because they are they are literally cost lives. They know what that they're saying is lie, but they do it despite that. There's an article, a picture of my wife, uh, her, uh, I forced her to get the vaccine, and then because of the vaccine, she died. I realized that they have, all of that lies, of course, and they did it, why? Because they wanted to convince people that they were on the fence, to do the vaccine or not, don't do it. Look, his wife died. But forget that. That's nothing compared to how many people didn't do the vaccine and died because of that. So they are criminals. Oh, wait a minute. There you go. So his wife dying was besides that. Yeah. He didn't say it wasn't untr- that it wasn't true. He didn't say it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah, I mean, 
Dr. Drew just just said that the doctor screwed up and ruined people's lives and murdered people because of the opioid epidemic. And there was official consensus on all that. This is how you treat pain. This is how you do this. You know, this is no, this no, no. Was all Remember procedure. what was the hospital? What level is your pain? Are you a 10, a 9, an 8? What are you feeling right now? That's what they would ask you. And you go to the doctor's office now, they took down all those signs. Hmm. Let's see. Let me get let me get a transition. We need to freshen up here. All right. Let's see what do we got over here. This I got a little bit on kind of the the invasion that has kind of taken place on our southern border that is you know, I think they said up to 400,000 a month are coming across and being released into the U.S., you know, with later dates to, uh, you know, figure out what they're going to do with them, you know, two years later or whatever. But, uh, you know, meanwhile, you know, we're distracted by all this nonsense that seems to be coming at us constantly. There's, there is another giant caravan that was organized by, you know, nonprofits and you know, I think a lot of Catholics, I, I actually, no agenda was talking about, a. there's even, there's like Lutheran churches that are organizing these mass caravans. It's interesting, right? It's I mean, messed up. Who, but, 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 where's the money coming from? <laughs> the money. Where's the money coming from and why are these churches doing it? Here's a little, uh, little Joe Rogan breakdown. It's homeless. Yeah. And that was supposed to be the people that lived there that were down on their luck. And now it's people that have come in from other cities and or other countries, rather, illegally. And they're trying to make it so that those people can vote. And you see what they're doing with people That's from so Venezuela? Crazy. They're sending people yeah. back from Venezuela? Only from Venezuela. Yeah, because Venezuela opposes socialism. So they're not going to vote Democratic. Yeah. They don't want those people. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how it's so odd. Like when you start thinking about it like that. It, that sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it's like totally political. All these moves, a hundred percent. Yeah, they're they're literally but importing Democratic it, voters. Yeah, they that think just by tells allow- you who's doing all this. Of course, this just tells you. Of course, how are you, it's like why why doesn't Democratic people like the Cubans? <laughs> I don't why know. don't they like the Russians? <laughs> why don't they like the people that came from Poland and those people who? It seems out- like they would like the Cubans, but no, because no? they don't like socialism. Oh, I thought they were. Communism, communist, or something. What do you think they are? Is a socialist country a communist country? Yeah. Come on, dude. Haven't you heard how they hate the Cubans in Florida? Well, Florida for sure. But, but why the the left? I thought would would love to take uh, Cubans in because they're kind of no. Because the same thing like Venezuelans, they're coming out of that of the um, government uh, that they're trying to create here. They're the first ones to recognize it. They recognize the patterns real quick. Anybody from a, any communist country, when they see our government's patterns, they recognize it so fast. They point it out. I, I last year I would hear so many um, Polish refugees and different refugees from in Canada trying to talk to the Canadians about socialism because they they, they see this. They've mm-hmm. seen it before. In Ukraine, oh, don't even talk to the next Ukrainian. Uh, this is the new speaker of the house, Mike Johnson. 
doing a little of the same thing? Um, <clears throat> it's late. It's almost 10 o'clock. I don't know. I think we've been at this for about 10 hours, and it's been a this long was last day. Year, we had a 22-vote series. Not complaining, just explaining why we're all a little bit haggard. But I tell you what, it's the issue that's really got us worn out. And, and I, I just genuinely wanted to ask a question of my colleagues here, because both of you are here in good faith, and I, and I respect you as individuals. And uh, I, I want to ask you a question of what my constituents asked me. Could the Democrats in charge, and certainly Democrats here with jurisdiction over the border, could they really be in favor of an open border? And I, I'm, I, I'm asking you honestly and in good faith. Can I ask, Mr. Chairman, you're from New York. Thanks to New York City's council, um, beginning January 9th, 2023, more than 800,000 non-citizens will be eligible to vote in municipal elections in New York. How is, is that, that possible? That <laughs> no, nor... Look. Non-citizens will not be eligible to, to vote in New York. They never have been. Well, they, they were prior in the 19th century eligible to vote in New York. Well, no, this is and a recent action. It was no, just passed in December. No, that, that is not correct. Uh, Non-citizens uh, have not been eligible to vote in New York or, for, as far as I know, in any other state uh, since the 19th century. That's not true. The New York City Council voted in December to allow this. It begins January 9, 2023. He's Cities in Vermont and Maryland already it. allow this, and similar so measures are under man. consideration in Illinois, Maine, and, and uh, Massachusetts right now. If the gentleman will yield? Yes. Uh, I believe those are um, considerations of allowing votes He's in municipal reading. elections only. It's right, but but th- th- thank you. That's the point. He just admitted it. Everybody wants to know at home, why would they allow this? Guys, they're allowing it because they're going to turn them into voters. They already are doing this in New York City, largest city in America, and this is the plan of our friends on this side to turn all the illegals into voters. That's it, folks. That's what's going on. That's the game. That's why the border's open. That's why they've dropped it. Look, I, I respect Ms. Lofgren and all her work in this arena. Yes, I'll, I'll yield, Mr. Chairman. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. Mm-hmm. As a New Yorker, I would love to think that New York is the entire country, but it is not. <laughs> it is not, and consideration is being given to uh, uh, permitting uh, non-citizens to vote in New York, and I believe He's in— He's the masked uh, up guy. He's in, masked uh, up. The capital city of Vermont. I forget which that is. Uh, but it, as, lo, as much as I'd like to believe it, New York and Vermont are not the entire country. But, Mr. Chairman, that's the whole point. This is what's going on, folks, at home. If you're trying to figure this out, if you're scratching your heads, you're seeing the video, you see droves of people, 2.4 million people coming <laughs> over the border illegally, the president allowing, the Democrats in charge of Congress are allowing it, the deal is they're going to turn them into voters. You just heard it. They don't have any problem with that. They celebrate it. Here's the deal. We have a problem with it. The Constitution has a problem with it. American elections should be decided by American citizens. That's it. That's what, that's what this is about. That's why we're jumping up and down and screaming, my friends on the video who are commenting about this. That's so, uh, why we're- I, I got a little theory on this. No, no, uh, Pitt. Go ahead. What's interesting to me, and finish your theory. Go ahead. Well, you already know my theory. I'll just reiterate it that uh, with the absentee ballots and the mail-in ballot system that is now enshrined in our our uh, voting system which is completely ridiculous this goes on to what i was what i've been talking about of the matriarch type situation or what could be going on which i kind of think happened we can you know this is speculation here but the five swing states that all shut down their uh tabulations at 11 p.m on that election night 2020 then they they flip them back on two hours later and all of a sudden the democrats have they were losing at 11 p.m the democrats they flip it back on 
they're winning now. And it just, it jumped. And what they, what I think they do is they go through and go, okay, who voted? Who didn't vote? All right. Whoever didn't vote, let's, let's have those people vote for who we need because they can do this uh, electronically. It's PDF'd. All these, uh, these ballots are PDF. So all you need to do is say, well, we need 10,000 votes. Okay. Who didn't vote? Okay. All these people didn't vote. They're registered Democrat or whatever, you know, we'll, we'll just randomly pick these people. And by giving, uh, these illegal, uh, citizens the right to vote, it just opens them up to have more potential to kind of like scrounge from, you know, if they needed to, to make up whatever votes they needed to make up. I mean, that's speculation, but you know, why did five swing states that were all within 10,000 votes you know, Trump was winning in all these five states, and at 11 p.m., <laughs> they all shut down. It's that—that that is just too much of a coincidence for me. But to me, I hear what you're saying, and it ends with the morality, or, or, yeah, um, they he the, the the Democratic senator. The Republican senator is reading the law that the city just voted for, the city of New York. He's reading it there in front of them, or the state of New York, excuse me. And the whole time he's denying it. I don't think this is happening. He's like, <laughs> they just voted for this. But it could, it's interesting to me, and it's all politicians, but it's really more coming up to the, to the top now with these Democratic people or these progressive people, whatever they want to call them, of just, just deny it. Just deny it, deny it, deny it. And then when it finally comes, oh, yeah, we did. And, uh, well, this is the reasons why we did it. Wait a minute. But they know that the American people don't want it. That's why they'll deny it. And then when it happens, oh, oh, well, there's nothing you could do about it. It already happened. That, to me, all these people who are in these offices, like AOC, it has to be that's how she's getting in this office. Because is it because she's a brainiac? Because she's such a theologian? Uh, such a thinker? No. No. She, she, she caused her district jobs, and yet she got voted for? Mm-hmm. And remember, in mm-hmm. less than Allegedly. six years, that woman, AOC, is worth more than $12 million. Oh, yeah. How the, how, her job only pays $249,000 a year. How did she get... $12 million. Mm-hmm. A book deal. <laughs> she Who sold bought a, that book? She sold a bunch of books. What, is it how to make cocktails? You know, because she was a bartender. Uh, no, I think it's uh, how to saddle a horse or a donkey or something. Yeah. But I can't remember what it was. But uh, that guy, I wish I could remember his name. I was just trying to look for the um, Democrat that johnson is uh talking Barney to here something something he's a guy that can even can't even walk yeah he's the guy that also said during the summer of love when antifa was burning down so many buildings well antifa and black lives matter but he basically said antifa is just an idea it's not a thing it's not it's not a group it's just an idea it's like a an ideology is all he was yeah go we'll tell <laughs> that to that poor ex-police chief that was murdered by them in memphis yeah tell him that um, this does not fit in, but it does reinforce something I was saying. Stop real quick. A couple days ago. Finish this and I'll ago. tell you right now. No, no, go, go, go. Uh, 
It kind of has to do with it, but let's. Uh, this is Tucker Carlson basically kind of saying what um, what I was saying a couple weeks ago. Uh, All the effects of the current conflict in the Middle East, one we can be certain of at this point, is that there are going to be a lot of refugees, hundreds of thousands, possibly millions. Where should they go? That's a real question. So if you were to suggest, well, why doesn't Israel take them in? It's their war. The response you would get would be immediate and it would be aggressive and it would be, of course not, that's insane. These people are dangerous. If they were moved to Israel, it would be destabilizing for that country. And that's probably true. In fact, it's certainly true. But what's interesting is the very same people who would tell you that are now pushing for those refugees to be sent to the West, to English-speaking countries, Scotland, the UK, and yes, the United States. Calls for this are coming from the left, predictably, but also from the so-called right. We should take these refugees. What's going on here? And is anyone pushing back against it? Well, not This is Nigel Farage, by the way, joins us now with an update on where this conversation I just thought that was interesting because that's kind of what I was really concerned with. It's like, okay, well, what's the end result of a massive conflict? <laughs> you know, it's going to be m- massive amounts of uh, refugees coming. I um, First of all, you can see this. You can see that this is they're doing because I don't know if you heard the latest Scotland um, Parliament talk, their prime minister, how he started pointing out that how he hates white people. You can find this on YouTube. This is he's who, on the turf. Who is it again? The Prime Minister of Scotland. Scotland. And um, he is talking about how everywhere he goes, he sees white people working in these jobs, white people working in these jobs, white people working in this job. And like you're in Scotland. He's a white guy. No, oh. no, he's uh, an import from these from these same wow. cities that they're bringing these guys. In Scotland. Yeah, they and and they're so white shamed. Because remember, they're Catholics. Obviously, they're mm. going with this. Mm-hmm. So. That's what happens. And now you have a parliament wow. and a prime minister that hates its own citizens. And, oh, we're going to take these people there. Interesting to me. But um, what I was going to bring on, Theo Vaughn. Tucker went on Theo Vaughn. Oh, it's nice. called This Weekend. Oh, I did see that. Wonderful. I didn't watch it, though. You want to see uh, on the other side of Tucker? Real funny. Real humorous. Yeah, I, I enjoyed his interview with him, and that Theo Vaughn, he also did uh, last week an interview with a garbage man from New York. So he's one day talking to a garbage man from New uh-huh. York, to talking to Tucker, and then earlier than that, he's talking to John F. Kennedy Jr. Did so you, it's interesting. Uh, or John you, or Kennedy, huh? Did you watch... Um any of it or yeah 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 were they was it political or were they kind of just doing more you know what um he, I, I listened to about three quarters of it and it was wonderful and they theo vaughn is a, a recovering addict uh-huh. so he has this whole uh, ep, uh opioid uh thing really because he's been for many years in and out of rehab and or going to He's, he always talks about AA meetings and stuff like that. He was the guy that was really being vocal that I was listening to who was during the COVID lockdown, how these AA meetings, these places where people had addiction, where they would go and, and really help. And they really, they, they cut, our government cut all that support system, the support from them. And so Dio Vaughn was really one of the first, really, because he needed that support group. Yeah, He needed, he, he, he can't, he, he needs it. And, 
Dude, Theo Vaughn basically saying the same thing I said about Johnson & Johnson. He said, dude, if I found the president of that company, I, dude, I, I, will have a, I, I can't walk next to that guy. Because of his dealing with AA, so many of his friends OD'd and died because they didn't have this. When they were weak, they didn't have anyone to talk to. When they were, when they were desperate, no one was there to, to, for them to speak to. It's pretty messed up, too, because <clears throat> I don't know if people have noticed this in the last month. Uh, I have noticed it because I'm, uh, I'm always questioning the authority of the FDA and all these guys. But uh, if anybody hasn't noticed, the FDA has literally got their pants on fire now about, oh, can't have red Skittles, can't have red M&Ms. We're banning red M&Ms because they're not healthy. Now, the last thing I heard, oh, we're banning eye drops because they're making people. And it's always the FDA that's doing this. And, and you can see them. They're trying to show that, oh, look, look how important we are. Look, we're saving people, you know. Yeah. Protecting yeah, Skittles. You, from, you can't buy Skittles From now. this candy that's been in yep. the market for, what, 40 years now? No, no, no. And Europe banned Skittles. And it took us, what, another 30 years to ban it from our country? And you're like, going, okay, so if it was bad, how did you approve it in the first place? How, why did you approve it in the first place? Yeah, it, it's it. It just it reeks to me of. Uh, um, it's that end of the year showing. I need the budget. It, yeah, and you know we do other things besides just screw up the COVID crap and vaccine crap. We do other things besides just that, you guys. Well, it, it, <laughs> like Doctor Drew just said, it seems like they have back to back problems. They have the opioid opioid problem and now the vaccine problem, but now. Remember, every doctor's wearing a mask because that 3% needs to go up, guys, because there's so much money invested. Remember, our government invested a lot of money on those vaccines. Are you yelling? No. Okay, just checking. I can hear my headphones are weird. Are, you, I, are, are, are we going to be sensitive today? No, you are. Huh? You are. I haven't even got to the uh, the most sensitive part. Uh, that you're going to be triggered on? Okay. Uh what were we talking about just now? I forgot. Just go to the next news. Oh, we were doing the Nigel Farage uh, mass immigration coming, or it's already here, but it's going to get even more intense. Let's see. Let's do another transition for this one. for the Thunderdome. <laughs> no. Uh, I did go through, uh, been kind of going through some, I don't know what you want to call that, spiritual prioritization and organization for myself, trying to figure out, you know, am I, you know, am I being unrealistic with some of my, um, my opinions? That's kind of what I'm getting at here. I don't know if everybody does that. I got this internal voice that's always kind of going, are you sure about that? <laughs> uh, we did cover this one last week a little bit. This is that hostage. Uh, I think it's, they did release some more hostages, but this was the first, the two old ladies that we were talking about. They actually gave a interview in Israel after they got saved. And uh, I, I found it kind of interesting. Um, 
from the Hebrew word for peace. And Earlier Democracy today, Now! Uh, First time ever on the show. spoke to reporters in Tel Aviv. Probably last time, uh, She describes the scene where she was kidnapped. She was very critical of the Israeli government, uh, saying that the Hamas had um, uh, released fire balloons, as she described it, that the fields were burning for weeks before. Um, she was taken on weird? a motorbike with two Hamas fighters, then walked for miles through what she called a kind of um, spider web of underground tunnels. Once in Gaza, Yochevet Lifshitz says her treatment improved. Her daughter, Sharon, who flew in from London for her release, translated her remarks to reporters. My mom is talking about coming there. When they arrived, they arrived into a large uh, hall in which about 25 hostages were gathered. Did you hear about the the balloons, the fire balloons? Yeah. Really? I never heard about that. Three hours. Those hostages, five of them, she among them, were taken into a separate room. My mom is saying that they they were very friendly towards them and that they took care of them, that they were given the medicine. That they were given... They were given medicine and they were uh, treated. One of the men with them um, had a badly injured from, for, uh, from a motorbike accident on the way. And the paramedic was... One of the other things I found out uh, was, I guess in those kibbutz, the little farming villages there, that it was... It's kind of interesting. I didn't realize this, that they use Malaysia, I think it's Malaysian or Thailand, maybe Thailand uh, immigrants to run their farms and their dairy uh, farms, which I thought was kind of fascinating. Uh, and that uh, they said that out of the 250 or whatever hostages, that there's at least 60 Thai hostages that were taken. That's kind of fascinating. I hadn't heard about that either. Uh Let's see. And then um, we'll, we'll just get into this one. This is Apologia Studios, and I thought this was a little bit enlightening for me. Um, and then I kind of wanted to get uh, Dario's or Mud Dog's feedback on this. The the stepchildren, you know, like so that's God's chosen, and we're like the we're like the stepchild, like you know, um, yeah, we get all these blessings and stuff, but they're really the apple of God's eye. Um, I say a sixty five has something to say about that. It sure does. It sure does. And so let's go to the Bible itself to ask the question: Does the Bible give to us this idea that the modern evangelical has today in the West about the state of Israel today? the people in the land of Israel today, does it give us the idea that we have been raised with in, in evangelicalism? Um, and I want to say, no, N- no. And so I'll give you an example from, from an inspired, an inspired apostle teaching exactly this. And we could do this over and over and over again. Uh, verse 27 of Romans chapter two, Paul's having a discussion about the uncircumcised and circumcised, who keeps the law, who doesn't keep the law. He says, then he who is physically uncircumcised but keeps the law will condemn you who have the written code 
and circumcision, but break the law. For no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical, but a Jew is one inwardly. And circumcision is a matter of the heart, by the Spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. Can you get more explicit than that? Than the Apostle Paul, a Jew himself, saying, this isn't the real thing. This isn't where it's at outwardly. It's inwardly. And so the Apostle Paul makes it explicit there, is that you're not even truly Jewish because you are outwardly or physically Jewish. You have to be inwardly Jewish. It's a matter of the heart. Mm -hmm. And you could be Gentile, physical, physical Gentile, and you could have the Spirit of God indwelling you and circumcision to the heart and that's Paul saying, that's a true Jew. Boy, but he's not actually physically Jewish. No, but he's truly a child of Abraham. He's a descendant. That's true Israel right there. That's a true Jew. And so again, the challenge that I'm, uh, I'm making is the typical evangelical in the West today that says, those are God's chosen people. And I'm going to say, they're God's chosen people who are spitting on Christians in the street. Guys, we could pull videos like this ad infinitum ad nauseum. I was just watching a video uh, two weeks ago of a Christian uh, missionary on the streets uh, in uh, Israel, and uh, these Israeli uh, boys were, running, uh, were throwing rocks at her face at a woman oh. uh, for telling them about Jesus. Uh, so Mercy. here's, yeah, here's here's an example of uh, what happens oftentimes uh, in in Israel today with the, with Christians. I don't know about today these things. I want to get back to the scripture parts here. What do you think of that scripture right there? It's fascinating. You know, there's there's more to that book. He he gets more into it. No, no, there's more to that book. You guys know that. I I'm not gonna. I'm not. You know, everyone has their uh, opinions uh, because they can open the book to whatever chapter and start from there. They can start from a verse there, and so I'm listening to this gentleman. I understand that, but there's more to this book, and he's not reading it. He's going to read it. I understand that, but he's going to choose sections to read to make his point. Now, is he going to read the real sections? On why the Jews attacked him, attacked the person who was speaking about it? Is, is he going to say that? Because I'm going to sit back and I'm going to just listen to this. Well, I guess I'm, I'm more curious what you think of that part of the scripture where he talks about like uh, your physical, you know, if your physical doesn't get you to heaven. It's what's in your heart that gets you, that makes you a true Jew and gets you to heaven. That's kind of what what I'm I'm wondering what you what you kind of think that because I've never heard of that before. I thought it was all about like lineage, you know, like descendants and uh, you know. Those these, are the those words you're saying right there are the people who have their mindset on the flesh, which is death. Right now, if you talk about the law, we're talking about Moses' law. He didn't bring that word up. He said law. No, Moses' law. Okay, the law in the book of Exodus, yeah, in the says, book of diversity. He says the law. <laughs> okay, fantastic. But like so, Paul said that. He didn't say that. Hey, he dude, are, are you going to let me speak now? Well, you it, ask for my opinion. No, you're just telling me okay. what you already thought. Like, I'm more talking about, like, this video. <laughs> Stop telling me what to say, dude. Stop <laughs> telling me what to say. Okay. You're pissing me off by telling me what to say. Let me say my things. Okay. I have a mind, too. Get but yet you up, always buddy. are accusing me that I don't have my own thoughts. 
Stop okay. doing it. I'm not a stupid beaner like you think I am. Okay. I'm actually pretty smart, guy. Right. So I'm giving my answer, but you don't like my answer. So why don't you just finish playing this thing? Because it pisses me off that I give you my opinion, and then you knock down my opinion like it ain't my opinion. No. Then did, what the heck is it? You then? did not give me an opinion. No, because you didn't let me finish. You so said, this, gets, this is what I'm getting tired of. Play your video, and I'm going to stay quiet. Because I'm giving you an answer, and you're going, no? Have you ever heard this? No. I go, then listen to what you want to hear out of this video. You take in what you want to hear from it because it's going to assure whatever it is in your mind. That's why you're playing this video because it, 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 it you're taking this guy. You, I, I don't know how this man lives. I don't know. If we want to talk about theology and talk about it, we can get more in depth, in depth to it. He's taking a verse and he's talking about this. Now, I'm going to bring this verse. In that same book of Romans, God says that he blinded his people. And God says this too. If he does not forgive the original branches, how is he going to forgive those who are what? Drafted into those branches. Now, listen to that verse. So if God has no, no um, uh, room in his heart to forgive the orig- original branches, meaning the Hebrews, then how is he going to forgive us? Because we're asking for that same forgiveness. So how does that work? So those are another scripture. They're now tell me about that. But you don't agree to that scripture. The scripture you agree with is the one he's quoting. I don't. And that's what you want to talk about. Dude, agree or not, I'm just presenting a different option. Like I tried to preface all this before we started the show too, that, hey, I just want to present this. I'm not saying this is, uh, this is correct. You, you, this no, is man. The, the only way you can think. What do you mean? The only what? What? I don't understand. I don't understand the only way you can think. So yeah. that's the thing. So you're trying to do what BlackRock is trying to change my thinking because you want me to think the way you think because I, just, I tell you how I think I and you go, said, no, OG, you're bad. You're, you're it's your thoughts. Don't you have any original thoughts, dude? And I'm like, wow. So what the heck do you want me to say? Why are you trying to form my thoughts? I just thought it was interesting. Okay, then play that- him. I, and I told you, you I wasn't going to speak, but Jew, you're asking me. You could not be a physical Jew, <laughs> but have a new heart. And he says circumcised, which is kind of interesting. Have a new heart for Jesus. And that that really makes you a Jew <sighs> at that point. Ah, no, man. Play this guy, dude. So let me ask you something. I, I don't want to, don't ask me no more. Because you don't like any of my answers. And I don't, and I refuse to answer your questions right now. Because it's just like, whoa, you, no, you have no original thought. Okay, tell me what your question is. Dude, it's so emotional, bro. No, I'm not emotional. Holy I just get tall. I get, it's tiring that you're always belittling my answers. No, I'm not. No. Yes, you are. No. Yes, you are. No, I just. Then what do you call it? I just want an interaction. I'm not attacking your thoughts. I want an interaction instead ah. of going, well, there's other parts. Because basically what you did when I played this, you go, well, there's other parts of the Bible then let's the, hear the rest of this full talk. No, did you just hear me? There's other parts of the Bible, so what he said doesn't matter. I didn't say that. That's basically what you said. There's other parts of the mm. Bible. You know what? I can get things out of the Bible and cut it up to get my point out of the cross, too. So I'm saying, if this guy's going to make a, ch- a, a whole thing about a book in the Bible, read the whole book. Read the whole book of Romans. Not just chapter 2, chapter 3, verse 12, verse 14. So he's just going to read the whole book on the show? 
Well, how are you? How are you gonna pick? How are you gonna just pick and choose what you're gonna talk dude. about a book? Come on, man. Ah, dude, you're whatever. Play your play them. Play them. What is it called? Apology Studios. Play them. Finish playing them. <sighs> way whatsoever to ha- have you thinking derogatory thoughts towards uh, I- I- people mm, in right. Israel today. Of course. Right. This is to suggest that actually we should see those who are physically Israel today as not true Jews and needing to be true Jews, mm. needing to come to the Jewish Messiah. Uh, what I'm saying is that we should see the state of Israel today as a mission field. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be saying to you, you're the chosen people of God, you're good to go. We should be saying, no, nobody is the chosen person of God who rejects Jesus Christ as Savior. Because that's what they were relying on in the passage that you quoted. Yeah. Right? We have Abraham as our father. We have Abraham as our father. It's God can raise lineage. up from these stones heirs of Abraham. Oh, so rocks can be Jews. Rocks can be Jews. You see the point? I mean, how 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 okay. much of scripture needs to be? Is is King David condemned? What is, is King David not saved because he was he he didn't believe in the Jews? I mean, in Jesus, he he so King David never believed in Jesus. So is he condemned? No. What do you mean? According to his word, right now, what he's saying right now, which is true. That if you don't believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you're condemned. So, if King is King David condemned? Can I answer? Uh, you kind of explained this to me a couple of weeks ago, and it made a lot of sense where that's why Jesus came, is to basically change and tell us what is important now. Like, that was important then. Like, we were talking about sacrificing, bloodletting, uh, uh, offering your, uh, you know, your, your doves or whatever to the church to say, I'm sorry for sinning. And I was tripping out on like how that's kind of a, uh, that's pretty wild stuff. No one does that anymore. And you were, and you said that, well, that's why Jesus came. Jesus came to basically say all that doesn't matter anymore. What matters is me. Uh, what he said actually is that he's the final sacrifice. He was the final sacrifice. That's what he's that's what yeah. it says actually. That he was the final sacrifice. And if you go down to the book of Malachi, the book of Isaiah, both those books were 400 460 years before the birth of Christ, mm-hmm. and the Lord already told them then that he didn't accept their sacri- animal, animal sacrifice mm-hmm. anymore, mm-hmm. that it was stunk to them. Yeah, 460 years before Christ was born. He said that to his people. So, so there, there's more to this. And now, no, I'm just saying on the King David thing. Let's no, stay on that. No, King, I'm, I'm according to what this man is saying. No, I just answered it. No, but Jesus came to change all that. No, he didn't. Yeah, because, okay. So because, did he come? Okay, okay, okay. Stop, stop. Did he come to abolish the law or to fulfill the law? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? It's in the scriptures. If you're quoting something to me, you better. You, I'm asking you. Dude, did he come to abolish you're the law or fulfill the law? Asshole! Did right Jesus now, come to abolish the law or to fulfill the law? Hey, I'm asking you a question. Answer my question. I don't know. I just said. Okay, the answer to it. Insult me more too. Go ahead. The answer to it the in the Old enough. Testament <laughs> it says that he came to fulfill the law. That's what the Lord came to do. Came to fulfill the law. That's okay. what the Lord said. You want to know what he came for? He came to fulfill the law. Okay. Fulfill it. 
Okay. He didn't come to abolish it. He came to fulfill it. What does that word? I, English is my second language. So tell me, what does fulfillment mean? What does fulfilling the law mean? Uh, doing what you're supposed to do. What the law says. So if you read, if you read in the book of Exodus, or no, in the book of Joshua, when he tells them why God allowed them to be a people, was because Abraham obeyed the commandments of God. That's why Israel was allowed to become a people. Now, again, I'm going to ask you the question. Did God come to abolish, or Jesus come to abolish the law, or to fulfill the law? Fulfill the law. But. There is no but. How how does that work if Jesus came to fulfill the law, but you don't believe in Jesus? How, How does that work? Because if you continue to read the same book that this gentleman, Apology Studio, says, reads, if you continue to read, Paul does say also that the Lord blinded them for our sake so that we come into the flock. Okay. You know that. Okay. That's what the Lord said in so the book of Romans. So they're not going to heaven? Huh? So they're not going to heaven? What did the word God said? He blinded them. And he's going to let them see him when he finally comes the final time. That's when they're going to see him, bro. Do you know there do you know the Jews are still waiting for the Messiah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Why? They don't, they because God blinded them. Why did they blinded him? So now Dude, did that you're killing me with this. Like how come Sorry, you, how it's come, very simple. How I don't know how I'm killing you with it. How come you cannot see that the Jews, some of the Jews I should say, spit on Jesus Christ? How is that okay? It was to fulfill the scriptures. How is that okay, though? It was to fulfill the scriptures. How so? It was okay that Judas turned them in. No, I'm I'm talking. They're all everything is to fulfill to the like, scriptures. I'm Why can't you nail, understand that? I'm trying to nail down this Jesus Christ thing because he is Jesus the, Christ thing. He's the most important. Don't talk like that in his name like that, dude. He's not a thing, dude. The Jews will spit on you. What did and the you're Lord telling say? me that? Yeah. It fulfills the scripture, how, bro. How dare you, buddy? No, you don't read. No, I'm not going to say these words that you say insult oh, you. Man. I'm talking to a man who doesn't read his Bible. I'm sorry, bro. Go talk to your Bible study and bring these subjects I, up and let I'm, your pastor there <laughs> say these things to you. I'm talking to a man that is highly emotional. Oh, I'm not emotional this. at all. Dude, you just freaked out. I'm not freaked out. <laughs> like on air, no, you freaked out. No, I got out. ticked off that you belittle my opinions. <laughs> Shut yeah, you up, do. Dude, belittle your opinion. Yes, you do. I just want your opinion. I don't want scripture. I oh, want your opinion, dude. Oh, my gosh. Is this guy giving you his opinion, or is he supposedly reading scripture? That's scripture. Okay. I know. I want your opinion on what he just said. Not I just, gave you a whole half hour of my opinion. You don't like them. No, you just tell me there's other parts of the Bible. You got to read this and this and this. That's what you're telling me. And that's a turnoff, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. Turn off, bro. You, what you're doing is quite a turn off. If you're going to use that word. It's play the rest of this guy. Play him. You know exactly. You brought that guy here because you want this reaction from me. Dude. Play him. Let him play. Let him play the rest of his thing. So you are taking this so personal. Oh. And I'm trying to figure things out. I'm trying to walk through this in my head, dude. Okay. Like you're acting like I'm trying to just. Okay. Okay. Trigger you on purpose. Okay, buddy. 
Okay. Obviously, you're 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 still eating milk, and that's what you need. You need to be fed like a bottle, like a baby with milk. Keep digging because your you grave, can't eat flesh. Buddy. How, bro? These are quotes from the scriptures. Keep digging it though. Go. You know what? I I I I don't know where you get. Where is your source of your knowledge? I'm trying to no, figure no. things okay. out, dude. Okay, so <laughs> this is this. I'm gonna read. A, I'm I'm gonna quote a, a scripture because everybody gets apparently. Job twenty eight twenty eight tells out. that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> never Job wrong. Mud dog, dude. This is. <laughs> you're a heathen, dude. Uh-huh. You're you're yeah. keep 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 okay. it coming. Okay. Keep it coming. Call me. Call me more. Yeah. It's it's just constant name calling on this show, and it's ridiculous. I'm looking for a conversation, not name calling. Oh, I, I, okay. I would like to uh, explore and try to figure things out. That's kind of what I like to do. Now, I've, it seems to me is you know everything already. You got it all figured out. That's what it seems like. I, I, I guess I don't. Like you're, there's, you're, there's you're, no, you're saying I don't have it. There's no out. curiosity. There's no like, huh? That's a that's a like I said before. You don't have to agree. You just go, huh? That's a I don't believe in that. I don't. I don't think that's right. But that's a crazy way to think of it. And, and so, you know, why are you trying like to program not, me how to think? Not just what? Yeah. Why? Why you're <laughs> telling me, Dario? You, know, uh, you should. You should talk like this. And you, I'm waiting to have a conversation. And the answer I want you to. It, it's like say it like this because that's what I want you to say to me. And I'm like, really? Then maybe we need to write a script of what you want me to say because obviously I don't. My free thoughts don't matter to you. They do. I just want a conversation. I just, how, I, don't, I just don't want Bible verses and then yell at me that you need to read your Bible more. That's not helpful right now. Okay. Like we're trying to figure this out okay. right here. So why, why did you, why did you bring this guy on to your, to the show right now? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you because I see that there's three different religions here. And I think that a lot of Christians, evangelical styles, Christians, they see two religions. They see Muslim and they see Christianity slash judaism that's like together and what i'm noticing is it's not together the uh i got another video that's like a such a short awesome video of a a ex-rabbi that trained to you know be like a a stud rabbi guy learned all this stuff he basically goes on to say that during his schooling that they allowed them to read from any religious uh religious like script or text you know buddhism whatever all these different things just to kind of like get an idea of everything but allegedly and i don't know if it's true it's just one guy saying this that they would not let them read the new testament though that's the one thing that was off limits to the i guess it's i don't know what kind of rabbi he was because i think there's multiple different kinds of uh jewish rabbis but in whatever school he was in it was not allowed to read the new Testament. You know, you weren't. And, and I just think that's a fascinating aspect to all this because we're getting behind these guys so much, but they will, they don't believe that Jesus was the Messiah, that he came back for our sins and like saved me. They don't believe any of that. And and I, I just find that like, it's, it's startling to me. Okay. You know? So it's why like, don't whoa. they believe in that? That I, I mean, I don't know. That I don't know. Okay. Um, why don't you know? I, I'm just learning. I'm learning, dude. But when, <laughs> when, I, when I attempt to give you the answer to it, because I've learned 
where why you don't like the answer because you don't like the source of the answer because that there is answers to that question that you have that you just put out there's answers but you get upset because i quote the the source of the answer and you go no it's not your thought well because you think that you're the only one's ever thought this you don't think that i've ever thought about what you're just saying right now okay so if you if 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 when you would like to um open the source that I'm quoting because I, there is answers to the, that question. There is. But if you're going to just close your ear to where the source is from, then it's over. It's like, okay, what's where? Okay. Then just stay with that question because continue to look for it everywhere I, else I for the answer. I guess, I mean, I'm generalizing here. I don't know the script you're talking about, but just in a generalization. Well, see, I if can't quote is, the scripture to you because you're going to get upset because okay, of the scripture. Okay, you establish that. In the, in the Old Testament, if there's something in the Old Testament, you can pick it out, they can pick it out, whatever. Like that right there, just to generalize, I'm not even pointing at anything specific. Hey, that right there says that I can't believe in Jesus Christ. What? How? how <laughs> okay, dude, how do you come to believe? It's kind of a crazy question to go with, but uh, uh, my testimony is that uh, there I saw evil in the world, and I didn't want to be part of it. Okay, cool. I mean, that's that's kind of the that was the genesis start, and then uh, there's obviously lots of stuff. You that, know? That's a real spiritual answer. Well, I mean, I mean, great spiritual answer. I, I mean, didn't, it's very spiritual. You know, not Christian, it's spiritual. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't even read the Bible at that point, you know, so it's not like there was any kind of op- other option for me, <laughs> you know. And yeah, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Where's your confirmation? Confirmation? Yeah. What does that mean? Your confirmation to what you're saying right now. Where's the confirmation? Where, com- where do you, what do you look through to confirm whatever feeling you have? Whether it's right or wrong. Hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Hmm. It should be the Bible, but you attack it every time I answer you with it. No, I. What I'm attacking is this, and you do it a lot. This thing of like, well, you're just taking one part of the Bible. You got to know all these other things of the Bible before that has any meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really hard for people to do. Not everybody can read the whole Bible and memorize it and know, okay, I remember that from this one, and that applies to, you know, five books before. You know, that, that's a tough sell, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I, sale, I, I, I call that, okay. You've been I, reading the Bible okay, a long on. time. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, easy wait, for hold you on, to hold say on, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But, I, but that's hogwash because I'm dumber than your dog. I'm the dumbest guy in this whole world. I, whatever, And if dude. I am able, excuse me, whatever. I'm telling you my thing, but I, I am not the greatest studier. I didn't. I barely finished high school, so I read the book, and so I'm telling you the source of my answers, and it's not an an impossible. Uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, it's not an impossible thing for you to grasp. It's not an impossible thing for anyone to grasp. To just spend some time, open it up, and read it. It, it doesn't. 
Everyone makes that excuse. Hey, it's not everybody can read the Bible, you know. No one has time. Well, dude, I wake up at 4 in the morning right before I go to work, and I, and I put some time aside of it. I might read in the afternoon. I make time for it. And, and okay, but that's my source. So my question to you came again. Where, what do you bounce off your opinions or whatever's going through your mind? What do you look through, through to, to either, again, to confirm or not, or say, oh, wait, this is not correct. What do you look through? Mm, yeah, I mean, I use a lot of, uh, I use a lot of uh, past kind of, uh, I don't know. I mean, I should be using the Bible, but it's like, it's, it's not easy, dude. It's not as easy just reading the Bible and figuring out, okay, that, that I was thinking was right. That I was thinking was wrong. But if it's, if, it's tough, if, but it's if harder you, than but that, But if man. you trust in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will guide you through that course. Okay. Yes, there is sources of how to understand that book. There, It really is. So that's what we're talking about here. So how now, do you check this out? How do you okay, what you just said encapsulate that? How do we apply that to the orthodox Jewish people that don't even read half the Bible? They're not allowed to read the New Testament. So how's my, that work? My, I'm, my I'm question, supposed to go read okay, all the New okay. Testament. May, may I answer you know? that question? <laughs> yeah. How is your house doing and how are you going to go tell someone else's house how to get their stuff in order? How are you going to tell Huh? Why don't you worry about your house? Because they're trying to like go into World War Three over this stuff, and it's it's like evangelical Christians that are so diehard about ha, ha, it. Do you know the world's going to end, right? Sure. According to the Revelation, sure. Okay, how do you think it builds up? Well, how how do you think it's do you, okay? If you want to quote the problem, what I'm a, uh, that I'm kind of being shy away from you right now. Is to continue to quote scriptures to tell you, hey, this is what it says here. Because now. Well, you, you can't you quote put, any New Testament. Why That doesn't matter. Okay, great. Right. That's even better. <laughs> then I'll quote Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 8. Mm-hmm. That's the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it talks about the Lord Jesus Christ there. It actually talks about his virgin birth there in the book of Isaiah chapter 8. And chapter 9 talks about his kingdom. The kingdom that he's going to establish. Is that the Old Testament? Book of Isaiah, yes, bro. Yeah, it's the right the book right after, so right after. Uh, uh, how come the Jews don't trust the Bible then about Jesus Christ? You can I quote another scripture, uh-huh. or are you going to get upset? Well, I just I would like a like an answer, like just an answer from your brain instead of the scripture. I guess I I mean I don't I don't know why that's so uh, how so how, flabbergasting. Where my brain? Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give the answer. I don't know exactly. No, no, because I, you won't. You get upset of the quote of where I'm going to quote from, and I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I could be just like you. If I don't, if I don't quote that book, then my answer has to be, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to do this at all. That that's my answer to you. Because if I don't have that book to guide me, then I'm as blind as you are, and I'll give the same answer as I don't know. I'll give that same answer. But see, that book is the light. And that world we're talking about is darkness. Mm. And that light is the guide to us, that book. So I can't live without that book. So every answer I give to you is going to be from that book. 
And because that the book gave me the answers. It's like it's like uh, Paul says this same great guy here, like this uh, Apollo Studios is quoting. Paul says in the book of Romans that because of the law, because he later on comes starts talking about we don't abolish the law. May it never be that, according to Paul. Because Paul says that through the law, he recognized that he was a what? A coverer. So what? he had to repent from that because one of the Ten Commandments. A what? A covet? That shall not covet. Covet. Okay? So he, because of the law, he was able to recognize that in him and repent from it and not do it. Because he says the law that shows us that we're sinners. And that's how we be, that's how you're able to come to repentance. Hmm. See, I didn't know we were having a Bible study. And I, again, didn't know that I was going to argue with someone. Who, uh, this I'm is not why. arguing, bro. Okay. You're arguing. No, no. This is why. <laughs> I'm it, just it, trying it, to have a conversation. No, no, no. It just gets frustrating. One. It gets frustrating when you you're, do you're getting upset from the very source row, of where the answers frustrated. come from. You're getting upset from the very source where the answer comes from. No. Yes. Um, because I, this gentleman listen, here that you brought dude. in is using the Bible to say what he wants to say. But then if I tell you this is what I'm saying through the Bible, you're saying, no, it's wrong. You run so fast from the Jewish stuff. It's crazy. I've never, I've never seen anybody run from that okay. so fast, bro. I, 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 <laughs> I'm dude, like, you're, I'm you're trying to nail, dude. I'm trying to nail it down like the, these Jews don't believe in Jesus Christ, no dude. No, duh, bro. So like, no, duh. So, so we're going to. No, duh. I'm going to say it four times. No, duh. Okay. So. We're going to, we're we're going to go protect these people that don't believe in Jesus Christ, like to the death. Who's protecting them? Who's saying we're protecting them? The um, like the whole the whole. You mean Christian, Obama administration? No, the whole the, the, Christian the world. The Biden administration. The whole evangelical Christian world is is what I'm talking about. Our government, all everybody, like you know if if they're a muslim brotherhood country yeah not not those people aren't going coming to say i'm just saying like the western world is in general evangelical christians and most of them it's fascinating to me that and i think it's it's people that have read the bible a lot is kind of you know i'm speculating there but the two people i know that read the bible a lot they're willing to basically do anything to save and protect the Jewish people in Israel when I kind of don't understand that because it, it doesn't seem like they respect or want to protect Christians. So it's like, I, that's where I, I just, I have a hard time with someone that's, that's supposed to be, you know, uh, holy, this, this pinnacle of, uh, I don't know, even, I wouldn't even say Christianity, but this pinnacle of God worshiping, the good God worshiping people, but they don't believe in Jesus Christ? It's just bizarre to me. I, I, it's just questions. I was hoping to get, you know, some discussion on it and, and not, uh, not yelling because we weren't specifically talking about like, you know, I have, you have the kids, war right? or Israel. Wait, 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 stop real quick. You have kids, right? Okay. After you tell the kid one, twice, three times, four times about why they shouldn't do something or, or you're explaining something to them and they don't get it, the fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh time, eventually your voice raises up because you're going, dude, we're going in circles here. You don't get it. 
and I'm going with you and telling you, dude, these are the sources, and you want to fight back the source. You have something against the source. That's what you do. That's what it is. No, then what go. is it? Running away from the Jews. How again. am I running away, dude? Because <laughs> I just did a five-minute thing talking about the Jews in specific, and then you say that I'm a child. No, I didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, that's what you just said. Yeah, according to the Bible, that's what you are. No, you just you just derogatorily called me a child, uh, and it's it's pretty pathetic, bro. Like, come on, goodness. Uh, this is Bible. I triple dog dare huh? you to take these questions to your Bible study. I triple dog dare you to qu- ask these same questions at your Bible study, bro. I triple dog dare you to say, ask these questions of yours at your Bible study. Cause you're not going to like their answers either. Well, next week's like show, said, you should come back with your answers from what your Bible study came with these questions of yours. Like I said, evangelical Christians. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Bible. You're such a racist, dude. And I'm going to tell you that, nice. and you're nice. worse than a big. Keep it coming, dude. No, bro. What else you got? No, no. You rival in ignorance. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, this is, dude, this is, you really don't get it, do you? Any other You really don't get it, or... right? Why do you shut out the Bible out of your life? <laughs> You're ridiculous, dude. No, I'm asking you a question. Why do you get so angry when I quote the Bible to you? This no. ain't the first time you've done this to me. You've asked, you've told me once, you know what? You know what? I turn off my brain as soon as you start quoting Bible, Dario. You know how, you know, I, I turn off my brain as soon as you start quoting Bible. We've had many, many conversations over this. And your problem is you hate Jews. No. Yo, yes, you do. Nope. From the moment I met you, you've had a problem every time I talk okay, about you're Jews. Blowing, you're blowing your then mic out, Then what is it then, bro? You're blowing your mic out, Then what is your problem? Dude. Chill. No, no, no. Give me an answer. You're Stop literally, being such a wuss and hanging around and standing on the outskirts of it. You're literally Give me your blowing, answer. You're yeah, literally, it gets frustrating. Because we've had this discussion for 20 years. Wow. Yeah, it gets old. Wow, bro. Yeah, it gets old. That you've been, we've been having this discussion for 20 years, and you've been asking the same question for 20 years. Okay, be professional, please. This is a podcast, dude. Dude. No, dude. Dude. No. Okay, no, I'll, I'll no, finish. No, no. I was born of two Jewish parents and raised in the synagogue. I went to Shabbat school, Hebrew school, and Shabbat services every Friday night and Saturday morning. I even wanted to be a rabbi when I grew up. I was a perfect Jew. I was a star bar mitzvah student. I was the very first to chant the Haftorah, which is the reading from the prophets for specific Sabbath days. Our Shabbat school director had decided early on that we should focus on Tanakh, that is the Old Testament, alongside Talmud. Despite my Jewish path looking solid, Talmud made me uneasy. But I don't want to be around this. I don't want to be around this. You're evil what you're doing, dude. No way. No way. You're not fun. It's not fun. (laughs) 
No. Easy because I constantly covered the sins of leading figures. Mr. Schultz, one of our teachers, told us that Talmud teaches that David did not sin, but rather his so-called adultery, as Christians teach, with Bathsheba did not happen, since her soldier husband made a temporary divorce with her, as all soldiers did at that time when off to battle. We were also taught that Kabbalah, its main book, the Zohar, was read during services, along with Kabbalistic lessons on Sefer Habahir, the Book of Illumination. It describes the ten sefirot, emanations that radiate from God, and how we can participate in these emanations. My dad slighted Kabbalah as occult. Talmud, he said, is the mainstay of Judaism, not Kabbalah. Whether Talmud with its twisting of Bible stories or Kabbalah with its occult bizarreness, both felt like being on shaky ground. The crises soon came. Our Bar Mitzvah class teacher, Mrs. Schechter, had us study every religion under the sun so that we would know why Judaism is supreme. We studied Baha'i, Islam, Sikh, Hinduism, Jainism, Buddhism, Shinto, Tao, Zen, everything but Christianity. At the end of the school year, Mrs. Schechter gets up from her desk. She was built like a bull. I can still see her standing there and says, Children, we're not going to study Christianity since it was invented by a self-hating Jew named Saul. He hated his Jewishness so much that he changed his Jewish name of Saul to the Goyish name of Paul. And besides, she said, Christianity is a fable. Mrs. Schechter, I asked, how is it that 2,000 years of civilization should be built on a fable? Paul was a manic depressant, that's how, she said. I asked my dad, what's a manic depressant? Have no idea, my dad shrugged. This was in 1962 and no one had a clue except Mrs. Schechter. My dad cut right to the chase. You were born a Jew, you will die a Jew, end of debate. I asked my rabbi the next day when visiting my grandmother in the hospital, why can't we learn about Christianity? Since Jesus Christ is a major figure, couldn't we at least learn about him? He spit right on the hospital floor. I was shocked. He said, don't you ever use that name again unless you use it as a curse word. He spit again. I said to myself, with this kind of response, it just might be true. Soon I attended my cousin's bar mitzvah in another synagogue. It was musty, dark, moldy kind of smelling with Jewish stars all over the walls. I smelled death. I tried to leave. My mother pulled me back by my sleeve. All through the service I had the dry heaves. I learned later that the Star of David is an occult symbol from the Middle Ages and not the Shield of David, that is the Mogan David. How could it be with open spaces for enemy spears to strike through? In one resounding clang, it was the smell of death, the rabbi spitting, the Talmudic twisting, the just a fable, the self-hating Jew, the occult weirdness, the manic-depressant, the not-teaching Christianity that set me on my path to leave Judaism. It was my childhood religion in practice and learning, all my social groups were Jewish. My role models were Jewish. My best friends were Jewish. Everything pointed to me being Jewish, including my face and habits. But I couldn't make it work anymore. Didn't feel right. And the emptiness was there. 
Something inside had died. I wanted to hide, decided to fake it, couldn't forsake it, so I just went through the motions. At the age of 19, when at college far away, I secretly read the New Testament, since we were forbidden to read it. I started with Matthew and was convinced from the genealogies that Jesus is the Messiah. Why? Because we all knew as Jewish kids that the genealogies were lost. Only by some special revelation could anyone prove they are Mashiach, I mean Messiah. But the New Testament stated it firmly. No twisting, matter of fact, and could easily be negated when Matthew inscribed it at that time. It stood fast. A light bulb went on. Jesus Christ is our Messiah, I proclaimed to myself. I excitedly called my rabbi. The Messiah already came, I said. No, he answered. It's Jesus Christ, I proclaimed. Uh, I'll call you right back, he mumbled. My mother called instead. You're seeing a psychiatrist, she said. The rabbi says you have mental problems. So my mother said. So much for logical debate. What struck me about reading the New Testament, besides the Messianic genealogies, was its clear affirmation of life after death. Yes, it was in Judaism in Tanakh, but only imaged in Moses and somewhat sketched out in Psalms, Isaiah, and Daniel. But the very clear demonstration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ in the New Testament with a group of once frightened disciples changing the world from idolatry to belief in the God of the Bible sees my heart and mind. Why I left Judaism? I'm now on solid ground. That was Bible with Brother, uh, Why I Left Judaism. thought that was kind of a fascinating little uh, testimony he gave. Uh, so I do, have, um, I do have lots of other stuff. I got, uh, got some weird news and bad news, but maybe I will uh, save that and uh, maybe we'll cover it next week. If we return, uh, this has been another action packed episode of good times culture podcast. We do uh, appreciate you guys making to the end of the show. Um, please, uh, please email us, uh, email mud dog, email, uh, Hollywood. I mean, that's me. If, uh, if you want to chime in on anything that just happened, um, we would love to hear from you, hear your guys' perspectives. Uh, we do love you guys, and uh, yeah, like uh, Mutt Dog usually says, we may need more prayers than ever this week, so please uh, send out lots of prayers for us, and we will do the same to you guys. Uh, I would say if you got any value out of the show, give it a thumbs up, but that's might be difficult <laughs> but if you did enjoy us um uh getting into a little heated debate here please join us again next week and we'll be doing it again exposing evil and praising god Trouble like rain in the dirt, yeah. and I know only I can stop.
my savior's name in the name of Jesus. Devil, I rebuke you for what I go through and trying to make me do what I used to. But all that stops right here. As long as the Lord's in my life, I will have no fear. I will know no pain from the light to the dark. I will show no shame, spit it right from the heart. Cause it's right from the start. 